Hi everyone, welcome to Spanglish from Friends. At the end of the podcast, do not forget to add yourself, share and visit us on Facebook at the group English with Yola with a Y. Hi everyone, I hope you guys are having a great day and today we are going to continue to read this wonderful book We stopped where um, Barack was asking Michelle to marry him and we're going to continue to see where this is going to leave us to okay and we're still on chapter 11 we stop at page 156 from the book Becoming from Michelle Obama here we go Eventually, our waiter came around holding a dessert plate, covered by a silver lid. He slid it in front of me and lifted the cover. I was almost too miffed to even look down, but when I did, I saw a dark velvet box where the chocolate cake was supposed to be. Inside, it was a diamond ring. Wow. Barack looked at me playfully. He had baited me. It had all been a roast. It took me a second to dismantle my anger and slide into a joyful shock. He had riled me up because this was the very last time he would invoke his inane marriage argument ever again, as long as we both should live. The case was closed. He dropped to one knee, then, uh, with an emotional hitch in his voice, asked sincerely if I would please do him the honor of marrying him. Page 157. Later, I had learned that he had already gone to both my mother and my brother to ask for their approval ahead of time. When I said yes, it seemed that every person in the whole restaurant started to clap. For a full minute or two, I stared dumbfounded in the ring, at the ring on my finger. I looked at Barack to confirm that this was all real. He was smiling. He had completely surprised me in a way that we had both won. Well, he said lightly, that should shut you up. <laughs> I said yes to Brack, and shortly after that I said yes to Valerie Jarrett, accepting her offer to come work at City Hall. Before committing, I made a point of following through on my request to introduce Barack and Valerie, scheduling a dinner, a dinner during which the three of us would talk. I did this for a couple of reasons. For one, I liked Valerie. I was impressed by her and whether or not I end up talking, taking the job. I was excited to get to know her better. I knew that Barack would be impressed too. More important though, I wanted him to hear Valerie's story. Like Barack, she had spent part of her childhood in a different country. In her case, Iran where her father had been a doctor at a hospital. And 
returned to the United States for her schooling, giving her the same kind of clear-eyed perspective I saw in Barack. Barack had concerns about my working at City Hall. Like Valerie, he had been inspired by the leadership of Harold Washington when he was mayor, but felt decidedly less affinity for the all-school establishment represented by Richard M. Daly. I was the community organizer in him. Even while Washington was in office, he had had to battle relentlessly and sometimes fruitlessly with the city in order to get even the smallest bit of support of grassroots projects. Though he had been nothing but encouraging about my job pros prospects, I think he was quite worried I might end up disillusioned or disempowered working under daily. Barry was the right person to address any concerns. She had rewranged her entire life in order to work for Washington and then lost him almost immediately. The void that followed Washington's death offered a kind of cautionary tale for the future. One, I would eventually find myself, page 158, trying to explain to people across America. In Chicago, we had made the mistakes of putting all our hopes for reform on the shoulders of one person without building the political apparatus to support his vision. Voters, especially liberal and black voters, viewed Washington as a kind of golden savior, a symbol, the man who could change everything. He had carried the load admirably, inspiring people like Barack and Valerie to move out of the private sector and into community work and public service. But when Harold Washington died, most of the energy he had generated did too. Valerie's decision to stay on with the mayor's office had required some thought, but she explained to us why she felt it was the right choice. She described feeling supported by Daly and knowing that she was being useful to the city. Her loyalty, she said, had been to her Washington's principles more than to the man himself. Inspiration of its own was shallow. You had to back it up with hard work. This idea resonated with both me and Barack. And inside that one dinner, I felt as if something had been cemented. Barry Jarrett was now a part of our lives, without our ever discussing it. It seemed almost as if the three of us had somehow agreed to carry one another a good long way. There was one last thing to do, now that we were engaged, now that I had taken a new job and Barack had made a commitment to Davis Minor in Barn Hill and Gallen, the public interest law firm that had been curtaining him. We took a vacation, or maybe more accurately, 
we went on a sort of pil pilgrimage. We flew out of Chicago on a Wednesday in late August, had a long wait in the airport in Frankfurt, Germany, and then flew another eight hours to arrive in Nairobi just before dawn, stepping outside of the Kenyan moonlight and into what felt like a different world altogether. I had been to Jamaica and the Bahamas and to Europe a few times, but this was my first time being this far from home. I felt Nairobi's foreignness, or really my own foreigners in relation to it, immediately, even in the first strain of morning. It's a sensation I have come to love as I have traveled, traveled more. The way I knew place signals itself instantly in page 159, And without pretense, the air has a different weight from what you're used to. It carries smells you can quite identify, a thin whiff of wood smoke, or a dish of fool, maybe, or the sweetness of something blooming in the trees. The same song comes up, but looking slightly different from what you know. Brack's half-sister Alma met us at the airport. Greeting us both warmly, the two of them had met only a handful of times. Beginning six years earlier, when Oma had visited Chicago, where they had a close bond. Oma is a year older than Barack. Her mother, Grace Kezia, had been pregnant with Oma when, when Barack Obama's son left Nairobi to study in Hawaii in 1959. They also had a son, Abongo, who was a total at that time. After he returned to Kenya in the mid-1960s, Barack Sr. and Keisha went on to have two more children together. And this is how we finished page, well, 159 and I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow to continue to read this wonderful book Becoming from Michelle Obama.